Next on BYU Sports Nation, the Big 12 Conference makes a decision about a conference championship game. How does it affect BYU? The MPSF is splitting. What it means for BYU men's volleyball. Sean Olmstead weighs in, plus Jake Langlois from Anaheim with Team USA. Ziggy Anza's position coach sets a lofty goal for the rising NFL star and BYU's number one MLB draft prospect you've probably never seen. Let's go! This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation live in Radio Vision, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere, with an emphatic thumbs up. We welcome you to Studio B on Monday, June 6th, wherever and however you are dialed in. Great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Hawaiian dance choreographer Jerem Jordan. That would be no for 200, Alex. No, Although, only the, fan, 200? the Fan Fest, <laughs> the fan, independent money, the Fan Fest <laughs> in Hawaii uh, was over the weekend, which was very cool. It, it looked great. I believe they had a fireside last night as well in Laie. So... Awesome for those fans. I I saw some cool snaps from BYU Athletics tweets and other stuff on the social medias. But it, very cool that BYU can go to Hawaii and have that kind of reception. Not not a lot of teams could do that. Really cool for the fans. I'm so happy for all of the players. Like Fred, Fred Warner. Warner. Fred Warner went to that. They got to go to Hawaii. Hanson Tanielu. Have you ever been to Hawaii? I've never been to Hawaii. Neither no. have I. No. How do we get involved with this? Well, we've been going to the bowl games. We have Miami, been to Miami. Vegas. We have BYU's, been to Miami. BYU's going in 2019, so <laughs> let's just keep this show going, and maybe we got a shot. Will we get to Hawaii in 2019 before BYU is a Power 5 team? Uh, <laughs> I would rather BYU be a Power 5 team than us go to Hawaii. With that in mind, here are today's BYU Sports Nation headlines, beginning with, how about this, some actual news? from the Big 12 and our BYU Sports Nation Big 12 Update Center. Decision 2016. A Big 12 expansion update on BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> it is the Big 12 Conference Update. We have updated the studio. You have a sign! Nice! Now, now some news. The Big 12 made two decisions this weekend. First, the league will have a championship game beginning in 2017. The second decision, the league will wait to make a decision on expansion. In other news, it's a day that ends in Y. Back to studio. <laughs> That's right! Hey, I'm That's glad that we could use this independent money to at least get a sign That's in the Big profile. 12 Update Center. By sign, I mean dry erase board. That is high market. That, that was well Look done. At that. that was well Who done. Who drew Look at that? that? Hey. Who drew that? Well done to whoever made it, that. I believe it was Maddie Ziering. Nice job, Maddie. The Big 12 update center. Now we need to, Mike, see to get the, like the whooshing graphic. Like it yeah, slides whoosh, in. Whoosh. The great Michael Smith of BYU Hoops, his daughter. Well, very nice. She's one up in her dad right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> also on the Big 12 front, there are no plans for a Big 12 network right now. More on how all of that stuff affects BYU coming up and what's trending. I can't wait. Woo! Three BYU baseball players made it onto Baseball America's top 500 draft prospects. Brendan Lund ranked 214, Mike Rucker 251, and new BYU signee Peyton Henry from November from Pleasant Grove ranked 153. So the top draft prospect didn't even play for BYU this year. And how about Mike Rucker being below Brendan Lund? Brendan Lund had an amazing offensive year. 
He led the conference in batting average, and he's fast, and he plays great in center field. So, But still shocking. Yeah, you think Rucker, like third to fifth round, right? Yeah. Brennan Lund sneaking up in there. Interesting. More on that coming up. Ziggy Ansa's position coach from the Detroit Lions, Chris Kasurik, said Ansa can get 20 sacks next season Whoa. for the Lions. The franchise record is 15. 20? 20, 20 would be a lot. 20 would be a ton. So, okay, yeah, aim, yeah, aim high. 20 would it. earn Ziggy a lot of money. <laughs> yes. Yes, it would. It would build a couple chapels. Cougars in the PGA update. Zach Blair shot 9-under and tied for 27th with Daniel Summerhay shooting 7-under, tied for 38th at the Memorial. So two dudes in the top 40. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. One true champion. And it actually might mean that now for the Big 12. As of Friday, the Big 12 Conference unanimously voted to bring back a conference championship game. The league announcing after meetings in Irving, Texas late last week that it will reinstitute that title game, as Ben Bagley just told us, beginning in 2017. What does it mean, Jerem? Well, it means the Big 12 is no longer the only Power 5 conference without such a game. And in 17, they will be featured on championship weekend with another chance to impress the college football playoff selection committee. That's great for them, Spencer. Yeah, it's great. Woo! Title game plan. What does it mean for BYU? And expansion. That's what fans want to know. Well, according to ESPN Big 12 reporter Jake Trotter, he said, quote, Oklahoma President David Bourne said the Big 12 will continue to examine the merits of expansion and that the league's presidents could meet again later in the summer to discuss in person further. What do you think about all that, Jeremy? <laughs> it's, a one, it's wonderful and amazing. I love, I love the words. Said that they will continue to examine and they could, could meet again, not will meet again, could, could meet again. <laughs> The exact quote from Man, I love it. David Bourne was, we will continue to seriously look at that possibility. <laughs> at least at least they actually made a decision on something, which is the championship game, uh, yes. which brings us to today's Twitter yes. question. How does a Big 12 championship game affect BYU's expansion hopes? First tweet at CS Base Ace. Hopefully it's base. It means no one is getting added to the conference. Have fun being independent. Yeah, well. For the time being, yes. Well, guess what? BYU's not the Big Twelve's not expanding until they say they're going to expand or they actually expand. So there's there's still no news related to expansion. So what's the impact? Uh, what's the effect on BYU? To me, the championship game could mean something. Right now, it means nothing. But if the championship game means that the Big Twelve is left out, meaning say you have a one or zero loss team and they are not the winner of said Big Twelve title game and they don't get into the playoff, the Big 12 is left out of the playoff, then that could cause some change. Potentially, I think that once isn't going to do it. I think that it would have to happen multiple times. Even though they were already left out in 2014. Yes, but look at the big picture. You're looking at one for two, right? What if, what if uh, you know, of the first six years, they're in four of the six? Well, Would that be good enough? Because if Notre Dame gets in, then two power fives will be left out. So there could be a situation where big, the Big 12 is not the only conference left out. This season, they will not have a championship game. So clarify that. 2016, it will be status quo for the Big 12. They no championship game. round-robin schedule. Yeah. And they're still going to play a round-robin schedule, even when they have the championship game. Which it means like. it will be a rematch. There yes. will be a rematch. Which still can happen in every 
conference title game. Just not Be- as likely. Yes, because uh, the ACC, Pac-12, Big Ten, SEC, they have some crossover there, right? You might not play. You play everyone in your division plus like two or three in the other division, depending on how many are in your league. One or two, so it can still happen. It's not so. What, what's the effect on BYU? Z- nothing right now. If it means that the Big Twelve gets left out a couple of times over a short amount of time, I think that then they could say, okay, we need to get into the playoff. There but is they no did one, get yeah. into the playoff last year. So it's why? Why should they expand right now? Why? Well, the funny thing they is, don't need Oklahoma to. got in, but they felt like they. Their seating was affected. Yes, their seating was affected because they were not playing on championship weekend. Well, you played Clemson. Would you rather play Alabama? Did they? Are you serious? Like either way, you got to win a game, and then you got to win a game. I don't care if it's with your third string quarterback named Cardell Jones or if it's with Baker Mayfield. You just got to win that game. There's no immediate effect. In 2016, BYU fans will continue to root for the conference to be left out of the college football playoff. And in 2017, even with the implementation of a championship game, BYU fans are going to be rooting for the Big 12 to be left out of the college football playoff. To nobody's surprise, David Boren did say the data showing that a championship game would help the Big 12, quote, was very convincing. If they don't expand... They will feature, as I mentioned, a rematch in that title game. That could potentially hurt the Big 12, as Jerem just explained. If you get a three-loss team that gets another crack, let's say that, I don't know, Kansas State is a three-loss team and they work their way into the championship game against Oklahoma and they pull off an upset. That is the worst possible scenario for the Big 12 in that format. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, Other than that, I I'm, mean, is there any is there anything there? I'm not going to be rooting for the Big 12 to be left out of the college football playoff per se. They just need to expand or not. Like, I'm I'm not going to sit here and come from a place of uh, desperation about the Big 12. I want BYU to be in the Big 12 because in the long run, that's going to make a huge difference. In fact, over the weekend, they mentioned that the Big 12 now uh, made 304 million dollars in TV revenue. That was a higher number than we thought. That's 30.4 per team. Now, it's because BYU's contract, BYU's private university, that number is not out there for uh, what BYU makes on the ESPN deal, okay? But it, it, let's say BYU makes $5 million, $10 million. Anyways, it, let's say it's 10 and to me that's probably on the high end of the spectrum. $20 million less than those teams over a five-year span, $100 million. Can you see why it's important? To get into a power five. Wait, conference. you're saying that thirty million hypothetically is greater than ten million? <laughs> this affects your ability Mind blown. to upgrade facilities in a quick manner. So yeah, yeah BYU, I want BYU to get into power five, but it's out of their control. So let us do cheerfully all things that lie within our power, oh, right? Jerem. This does not lie within our power. Let's so I'm a, not worried about it. Let's add a few more million to that, shall we, with our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby said a championship game could net the league an additional 27 to $28 million in revenue a year. So basically 2.7 to $2.8 million per team. So let's take that currently. 30-ish million and bump it up to closer to 33. That's nice. <laughs> That's really nice. And we just, we just wave from a distance. Yeah, well... Uh, props to please, BYU for continuing to get th- to get things done with uh, basketball practice facility. Like they're finding they're finding yes. other ways to get it done, and that is nice. But in the in the medium to long term, you cannot keep up. Cannot keep up. You oh. have to get in. Can we just get to the actual games, yes, please? please? 
Countdown to the Wildcats. 89 days. 89. Was that uh, Chad Lewis's number in Philly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It okay. Was Chad Lewis Day. I think he's doing a fundraiser at a golf course. What today. was his number at BYU? Uh, I don't remember. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You don't? 96. 96. I knew you did. I knew you remembered that. Revelation, man. (laughs) Our conversation happening right now on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN and join BYU Sports Nation. Our Twitter question today, how does the Big 12 championship game affect BYU's expansion hopes. Jeremy and I have already given our opinions. This tweet from at Cisco Rue. Positively, a championship game with two divisions of just five teams will appear watered down compared to other P5 conferences. Now, the two divisions of five teams hasn't officially been put in place, but they that, don't have to do that. That looks like it might happen. So, I don't, like, I, I don't know about that statement. The, the bottom half of the ACC stinks. The bottom half of any conference basically stinks most of the time. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. The question is, will Oklahoma or Texas or Baylor be good they enough? They normally have four or five ranked teams. Yeah. Four or five. That's pretty good. At Twiggy or Stone, it makes it harder. The Big 12 teams got $30 million each, that kind of revenue in a championship game. Why change? Exactly. There's no need to. Coming up, the man who's led BYU women's and men's volleyball to a national championship game in back-to-back season, Sean Olmstead, but first, All-MPSF and Team USA outside hitter Jake Langlois. He wasn't even to play volleyball like five years ago. BYU Sports Station presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Coming up at the end of the month, 24 days from now, June 30th, BYU Football Media Day live on BYU TV. Among the programs that day, state of the program, our live BYU Sports Nation, a two-hour edition from 12 to 2 Eastern time, including Kalani Satake, Taysom Hill, Jamal Williams, and more. BYU Football 1996 Revisited. And then a another BYU Sports Nation with players from the 96 team, that night. So check it out June 30th on BYU TV and listen on BYU Radio. It's almost like we will be a little bit busy on that day. That will be a great and spacious day. I can't wait. <laughs> By the way, did you just count down to media day? I would rather count down to that <laughs> because it is close. It is close. Our Twitter question today. How does a Big 12 championship football game affect BYU's expansion hopes? At Brute DR tweets in this. Takes pressure off of the Big 12 to expand. National Championship Committee was penalizing them for not having a championship game, not number of members. Hey, like we said, we'll see how it impacts expansion and therefore BYU. By the way, is it penalizing or penalizing? Sure. Okay. I think both work. Right? Very, I don't know. I have no I idea. Say, I say penalizing. English experts sound off. Joining us now on BYU Sports Nation from the great state of California, BYU volleyball star Jake Langlois. Jake, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Hey, thanks. Other than playing volleyball, do you have a summer job? Like, are you selling security out there or something, man? <laughs> no. Those are my <laughs> other teammates. I probably should get, I probably should get a job, though. <laughs> That's Leo Durkin, right? Isn't he in Orange County selling security? Yeah, Leo, Ty, and Price—they're all selling together. Do, do you guys uh, hang out on the weekends? Uh, play a little volleyball, even though that's what you, you do every day. <laughs> I haven't yet. They invited me the other day, but 
I was too tired. <laughs> what do you do for fun in the summer, Jake? Go to the beach. Um, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's, a, that's a, enough, man. That's a rough life, that man. Is, that is enough. And uh, you, we're, we're talking to you because you're playing with USA Volleyball. You're in Anaheim, uh, I believe, hanging out and uh, working on that. Describe to us the timeline of the national championship game was May 7th, and then when did you make it down uh, to Southern California to begin training? Okay, yeah, so the championship game was that Saturday, and then we flew back, got home Sunday real early, and then I packed up my house and left, I think, Wednesday to come to Anaheim, and then we trained five days with the Pan American Cup team, and then we left for Mexico City that next Thursday. How was that experience in the Pan Am Cup, Jake? It was really fun. I didn't get to play much, which is totally fine. But um, it's always nice to be able to put USA on your chest and and go out and play and represent the country. And this isn't the first time you've done it. I believe you were on the, a similar team last year in Reno. Um, so Mexico City, a little bit different than Reno, I take it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm sure Mexico City is a wonderful place, but we weren't allowed to leave the hotel just for safety reasons, I guess. I don't think it's as dangerous as some places I've been, having served in Brazil. But, um, yeah, it could have been better just leaving the, leaving the hotel and, and doing something. But it was, it was a fun experience. Wait, you didn't want to leave? Wait, did, it, was there anybody that actually wanted to leave the hotel in Team USA gear walking around Mexico City? <laughs> Uh, if we were in a group, yes, all of us did. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Sander was with you. Unfortunately, he hurt his ankle, so he didn't play in the tournament. But what was it like to be down there with Brendan? It was fun. We were roommates, too, so we got to hang out more than we usually do on, on BYU trips, to be honest. Sorry, what? It took Mexico roommates. City to hang out with Brendan? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> well, we we haven't room together yet for our BYU trips, so that was the most I hung out with them, probably. What did you learn about Brendan Sander on that trip? Um, he's a really positive guy. He hurt his ankle the first day, and it looked pretty bad, to be honest. But he was always telling me, yeah, I'm going to be better next week. I'm going to be able to rehab it. I'm going to I'm gonna be okay. And he's already playing, so his positivity is working out. Hey, that's great news. And uh, you guys took, uh, I believe, fifth place in that, or we're in the fifth place game. Uh, and now preparations uh, are underway for World League and the Olympics. What Describe to us the dynamic of there's a, there's a pool of players and then there's different teams and tournaments that you try and compete in. So what's that like for you and the other BYU guys to try and make those teams? So I think Ben is the only one that has a chance to make the World League team. He... He's playing pretty well, but I think they only traveled one opposite this past weekend. So World League's almost every weekend, and when they leave is when me and Brendan play with the the national that stay behind. So while they're in town, we play on a separate court, and then when they go out of town, the guys that stay from the World League roster, we practice with so they don't get rusty while the other guys are gone playing. With how quickly you had to make the transition from college volleyball to Team USA volleyball, how much have you actually processed 
what happened at the end of the season with BYU and the national championship match in Pennsylvania? Uh, I haven't really thought thought about it that much. I don't, I don't think there's much to process. We lost in the <laughs> final. And we'll, we'll play next year for it, hopefully. So that's all I got to know. Have you watched that? Get better. Have you watched the game at all? Yeah, I have. Yeah. What What was that like to watch that, and what did you think? Um, it was pretty sad because we had the first. We probably should have won the first set, and the second set we were definitely in it. And uh, after we lost those two, I think our, our confidence just dropped and we ended up losing the third set pretty bad. But we'll get them next year, hopefully. I think that that match could go – you could go one of two ways with that. One could be um, – it could be pretty depressing and then keep you down for a while, right? Or it could be something that motivates the team to get back to Ohio State, who's hosting it. I imagine they'll be there. I imagine that could even be a rematch uh, for the national championship. We'll see, but – how do you, uh, will it be a few months before you, you know you get the team back together and kind of figure that out, or is that something that individually you think the guys are working on right now? Well, hopefully they're thinking about it right now. I'm not sure if they have the means to practice and play six on six as as high level as BYU, but um, hopefully they're thinking about it and make some mental changes. I think that was mostly the problem is we just kind of weren't as mentally prepared as we could have been. Jake Langlois of BYU Volleyball with us on BYU Sports Nation, joining us from sunny California, spending time on the beach, playing a lot of volleyball. And Jake, your story is one of the more intriguing in terms of the ascent to the top of a sport because this was not initially your plan to be a volleyball player, and yet here you are. So when you step back and look at all of this, in your wildest, did you ever anticipate competing at the Team USA level in volleyball or any sport, for that matter? Nope. I didn't even know I was going to make the BYU team. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone Team USA. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that yeah, you're here, I mean, what, what do you think about all this, man? I don't know. It's pretty surreal. I'm just trying to take it a day at a time and try to get better. Um, I was talking to one of my coaches from the Pan Am Cup, and he he was telling me a story about how he played when he was 18 for the first time on the national team and he shanked his first pass and it was super embarrassing for him and I was telling him that's that's kind of how I feel sometimes when I make mistakes just because I'm not as seasoned as all the other guys that play and he's just like yeah don't worry about it you're you're young and you can get better still and you just need to stay positive so that really helped me to because his his good as everyone says I am, I still think I can be way better, and I need I just need to work harder to, to get to where I want to be. You go from part-time starter to second-team All-American, first-team All-Conference. Uh, what, how, how do you hang in the gym with those guys? I mean, how, how do you do it with the Team USA pool of players? Um, I feel a lot better than last year, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm doing pretty well, though. I, passing is still one of my top my top priorities. I'm trying to get better at passing because as an outside, that's probably the most important thing besides attacking. At what point did you realize, hey, I'm pretty good at volleyball? Like, is there a day or an experience where you thought, I might be able to make something out of this? <laughs> I don't think I had a day. 
or an experience. <laughs> I guess when I started starting for BYU, that, that <laughs> kind of I kind of realized, okay, I guess I'm all right at volleyball. At that point, yeah, you can hang. Spencer and I have no idea what that's like, by the way. Um, when, when you look ahead to next year's team, you lose Michael Hatch at middle blocker, and you return basically all the key pieces uh, in terms of starters. There were six seniors. But uh, for next year's team, what what do you expect to do with next year's team? I expect to get to the final again and hopefully win this time. we got a lot of experience on top of our physicality now and hopefully we can capitalize when we get to the finals but we got a lot of work to do before then obviously jake we wish you the best as you move forward with team usa in whatever capacity uh that means for you individually and uh i i just want to finish with this are you still good at golf man because you you wanted to play golf and go that route are you still do you still <laughs> play are you good uh the last time i played it was with rob nielsen and uh I was okay. First nine, I shot really bad. Second nine, it was a little better. But I haven't been since, so I, I just got to get out. And I'm sure I could. I'm sure I still got some got some skills left. <laughs> Here's the thing: your your bad is probably really good for Jeremy and myself. So all things relative. <laughs> I'm, I'm really. I feel great that you threw me in with you, Spencer, because you're you're good. I'm terrible. <laughs> Well, we hope you get a, we hope you get a few more rounds in and uh, enjoy the volleyball stuff in California, Jake. Thanks for the time. All right, thank you. I should have asked him for some Team USA swag before we hung up. Oh, we'll uh, we'll we'll text him. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> text yeah. him right we, now. We want like, some Team hey, USA. We stuff. want some Team USA stuff. Hey, Twitter... we forgot our most important question. What, which Bring is? us stuff. Oh yeah, please. Which That's is a not statement. a question. Yeah, it's, it's a statement. <laughs> it's yeah. a demand. It's a, yeah, it, it is. <laughs> How does a Big Twelve championship game affect BYU's expansion hopes? That is our Twitter question today. At LDS Strong Woman says, I think Big Twelve, especially Texas, is afraid of BYU. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my response. No. Maybe maybe Texas football fans. Up next. On the field. The head coach of BYU men's volleyball and aspiring BYUSN host, Shauna Holmstead, <laughs> back in Studio B. <laughs> One of us has to take a day off. <laughs> Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. We just established something very important in Studio B. What? Life before the top button. Yes, LBTV. For Jeremy Jordan. It's LBTB. LBTB. There was a time, there was a time on there, this show, I think, where I didn't go top button. LBTB? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> LBTB, man. Speaking of, Apple TV. Fourth generation. BYU TV app downloaded today for La- life great before content. top button. Yes, <laughs> yes. Fourteen people just changed the channel. Refreshing today's BYUSN <laughs> headlines. Big Twelve Conference update. They have announced there will be a conference championship game starting in 2017. Still discussing details later in the summer, but we do know they will go with two five-team divisions, but no expansion right now. Jerem, hey. Hey, man. Stuff. Stuff, right? bro. It's June 6th. Yeah. Three BYU baseball players made it on the Baseball America's top 500 draft prospects. Brendan Lund ranked 214, Mike Rucker 251, and new BYU baseball signee from November, Peyton Henry of Pleasant Grove, Utah, ranked 153. 
Not yeah, bad. How high will he get drafted? Mm. Ziggy Ansa's position coach with the Detroit Lions, Chris Kasurik, said Ansa can pick up 20 sacks next season for the Detroit Lions. By the way, the franchise record 15. So 20 is most. I, I watched Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure again over the weekend. That would be most excellent. Let's go ahead and just shove that uh, expectation level into the cosmos. Ziggy Ansa Esquire. There is something <laughs> afoot at the Circle K. <laughs> Cougars in the PGA updates. We've Zach gone Bla- too far. I love that movie. We know too much. <laughs> Zach Blair shot. There we are. It's <laughs> us. Whoa. Shot nine under. And that's how Steve Ailes speaks all the time. Yes. And tied for 27th with Daniel Summerhay shooting seven under, tied for 38th at the Memorial. I missed Congrats. all of that. What did Zach Blair shoot? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> we just got to get to oh. our history. Nine exam. <laughs> so crates. <laughs> <laughs> What a terrible, awesome movie. Joining us now, one of our favorite people in the world, Sean Olmstead, BYU men's volleyball head yeah. coach, fashion connoisseur, and aspiring BYU SN co-host. Sean, welcome back, man. Thank you guys for uh, always having me. And as you said, aspiring. So I know the right people. I know the people I got to talk to. So I brought a present for uh, oh. for Ben. Oh. None oh. of you guys. Oh. And so this shirt was made for the guys. Uh, so oh, only the guys yeah. have it. It was after we uh, clinched our uh, MPSF championship and so uh, I'll give that to Ben on the way out so wow. uh, you know uh, I know who calls the shots in this uh, in this deal in this building. So. We've j- it's just been confirmed. Sean Olmstead <laughs> is in. <laughs> See, I'm working it. I'm working it. I, I want to look up my last text to you <laughs> because it was about swag. I was like, dude, here are my sizes, and uh, you haven't responded. Oh my goodness! Uh, well, you know, uh, sometimes uh, yeah, I respond oh. to the right people. Okay. Yeah, 2016 MPSF hey, champs. Look, we've too. got we've got the champion. I was wondering, trophy. is that the trophy this with the beanie? The yeah, yeah. Just, I, I don't. Even, I, obviously, I didn't know where that was. So there it is. <laughs> we've got the trophy. They can that, have the T-shirt. I love that you didn't even care. You're just like, sure. Here's the trophy. Oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it, and there it is. It's got a beanie and all. So <laughs> that that is a that is a dr- like a driver head cover. Yes. That's what that is. Oh, is that what that is? Handmade okay. by Lee. So it has nothing to do women's golf team. Handmade. Well, okay. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's yeah. a nice addition to the MPSF trophy so yeah. <laughs> we got to protect it right? enjoy it yes yes <laughs> did do you love bill and ted's yeah, that was a, i mean that was back in the day that was a, that was a good flick there yeah. was a there's you know i watch my kids watch movies these days and i always say to my wife they just don't get what we got growing up they really don't you know it's uh you, not that i would want them watching that right now probably they're a little too young for that <laughs> but there's a handful of just honestly classic movies that you can always go back to like you did this weekend if i've got a flight or i'm recruiting i uh, there's uh, quite a few times that i've gone back to the vaults and just you know you feel like you're back in high school again with some of those classics because of that movie i thought it was socrates for like five years (laughs) (laughs) and not socrates (laughs) and your teachers (laughs) no we've said it over and over for socrates (laughs) dust in the wind oh man sean olmstead with us in studio b by the way your sister heather threw in her name to be a boau sports nation co-host with you with with the two of you up here wow i i don't know if you're uh I don't know if production can handle that because in reality, <laughs> we're probably going to say things that we shouldn't and uh, maybe we'll say too much because uh, usually I have a tendency to do that and no, she'll no, tell, no. she'll just, she'll just tell it how it is and she'd probably, she'd be great. She's got the looks. I've got, I've got the opinions. I don't know. It sounds like a good show to me. Can we, uh, we, we uh, tweeted this out, I believe your shoes, but can we see your shoes? Like th- can, these are the most unique <laughs> shoes you, you want me to take these. them off or what do you want take, me to yeah, do? Yeah. Take a shoe off. Yeah. Let's see it. 
<laughs> yeah. There How you would go. you describe what are that? Those? that? Yeah, that looks like something that you could only buy at the Nike outlet in Hawaii. Okay, play by play. Describe that for the radio audience. Okay, it's got a blue backdrop. There we go. It's like uh, in a jungle with flowers. With pink, hot pink flowers. Hibiscus. Hibiscus. Flowers. There we go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I've never heard that word in my life. Wow. That's impressive. That's a word I never thought would be uttered. Yeah, so we can Nation. talk those things. My sister and I, like I said, she can sit here. She can look pretty, and uh, I'll bring out some crazy things. Maybe I'll wear a couple different shoes. It's like royal blue foliage with hot pink. It's summertime. It's summertime. Intermittent throughout the pattern. Yeah, yeah, we just broke down Sean Olmstead's shoes. <laughs> we haven't even talked volleyball. We're like Who cares? four minutes into this. Who cares? This is going great, man. Uh, and the sock game on point as well, Sean. Yeah, no? Jazz, you know, they're not uh, playing right now. But uh, unfortunately, I got uh, Carl Malone and uh, John Stockton, some oh. Stance socks from uh, the great guys at Stance that have uh, been huge BYU supporters all the time. Life so, uh, they, yeah, well, I didn't mean that intentionally. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying it how it is. They've been great and uh, big BYU guys. And so, yeah. Well, really, there's only one NBA team playing right now, the Warriors, because the Cavs sure aren't playing. Yeah, goodness gracious. they. Yeah, I don't know where they've been, and we'll see if they can make something of it in Cleveland, but, jeez, uh, the Warriors are fun to watch. Look it's at a, you. We can put you exciting. on the spot. We can talk Any, anything. 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 Anytime. What do you not want to talk about generally with sports? Uh, not want to talk about with sports. No, I enjoy I, I enjoy sports. That's what I've done my whole life, so I, I bet I can talk anything. Copa America? Copa America. Okay. Well, that's the deal. Is Messi, Messi, Chile tonight Tonight. in uh, Levi Stadium? I don't think Messi's going to get on the field, but uh, and I mean they'd be tough with Messi, but I I don't know how much Argentina's willing to put him out there. (laughs) So it's true. And and then you go Uruguay's tough, but Suarez is Suarez is an unknown right now. Not biting anybody. No. Well, yeah, he probably is biting somebody, but he's not playing soccer. Um, But he's an unknown. And if uh, Brazil looked. Nothing again. I love Brazil. I have a handful of Brazilian teammates. I've been there. You, you served your mission there. But let's be honest, they looked awful too. And so, uh, and the USA was nothing to write home against uh, Colombia. Nope. So that was lame. So there's well. Copa. There's Copa America there's Copa. right there. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley Cup. No, let's not go there. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy's like, I'll do soccer, but I yeah. won't. I won't go the hockey route. I love hockey. Hey, here's a novel idea. Let's ask about something that's happening in the volleyball world. Okay. The Big West Conference yeah. is splitting things up with the MPSF. What does that mean? now for the future of BYU volleyball and, and volleyball in general at the collegiate level? Yeah, well, you guys have done, you know, Jerem does a great job covering volleyball. He's uh, pretty up to date on everything, and so he was on that when it came out, and, and so there's a, we've got to add a few teams in our conference. Uh, we'll see if they, you know, I think their ultimate goal with the sponsorship of the Big West is to kind of be uh, enticing to some other California schools, maybe a school like Cal Poly that would be in a great volleyball location, uh, maybe Cal State Fullerton or another Big West school that doesn't sponsor it right now. I think that's their ultimate mm. goal. But uh, in reality, it's very good for volleyball. It's good. It's a, an established, uh, established conference, you know, not a football conference, not one of those big uh, everything's P5, B5, whatever right now. And uh, so it's not <laughs> that. Battleship sunk. <laughs> but but it is a, it's, a, it's a strong conference, and they're, they're willing to support a championship. And so in the end, it's going to be good for volleyball. And uh, so we'll see where it takes the MPSF. But uh, I know they're working and, and adding teams to, to get a few more to, to our list as well. Mm. 
So the, in 2017, the Big West will create a six-team conference. They already have six teams in there with UC San Diego mm-hmm. going from D2 to D1. So this means the MPSF will be six teams as well. Is the, is, uh, has the NCAA already acknowledged that, okay, we're going to let the Big West have an auto bid in 2017? Yes, they have, and okay. that's why they did it. That's well, why they auto were, bids, one at large. Yeah, and that's where it got all the support. Is It, it, it was pretty uh, – a, a while ago this started, and we were in on the calls, and we were in with the Big West commissioner and those, and those, those that are at play there, and they – made it uh, known that it was already recognized, hey, they will get an auto bid, so they'll get an auto bid there. And then, uh, like I said, the MPSF will look to to grow. That's already been discussed. I, I probably can't share details, and uh, but I'm, I'm sure we'll be at a few more teams by the time we get going. The most obvious choice uh, to me initially is Grand Canyon to move from the MEBA to the MPSF. There's a team in Phoenix that plays with uh, in the Midwest. That makes no sense. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. See, I told Thank you, you. <laughs> if I come on here, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're setting them up but, for failure, Jerem. <laughs> is there a number that the league wants to get to that would be more comfortable? Eight teams. Nine they, teams? they haven't specified, but mm. we're on track to. I think by the time we get going, we'll we'll be at eight, and and then oh, we'll nice. go from there. So there, I haven't heard. Here's the number we want to get to, but ideally, I think for men's volleyball, what every one of the coaches that I've spoken with, what they're trying to work towards is ideally an eight-team playoff because now we're losing that auto bid. Yeah, and the auto bid this year worked really well for the MPSF. We got three teams into the Final Four. You know, when this happened years ago, everyone was thinking, oh, my gosh, the MPSF's going to blow up. They're going to always get – and they didn't. First Uh, of the three years. Yeah, and so so finally it worked out. Now we're expanding, and uh, apart from – it's not going to happen this season but the next, and now we're going – okay, now we're taking away an auto bid. And we've got to battle with some tough teams, the Irvines, the Long Beach State, on and on and on, Hawaii. Stanford. To get, uh, well, no, Stanford's going to be in our conference, but I'm talking about battling with oh, teams yeah. outside okay. of our conference yeah, okay. for that auto bid, whereas it was more in conference. And so it, it'll be interesting. But I know that that's been brought up in discussions with uh, those that are kind of running the show. Uh, can we get there? Can we get to an eight-team uh, type deal? I said 17. I meant 18 because the next season for men's volleyball is 27. Head yes. coach Sean Olmstead of BYU Men's Volleyball and Pink Hibiscus Flower Expert <laughs> joining us in Studio B. Your team, a bunch of guys are playing with Team USA, whether former players or current players in some capacity right now. How do you keep track of what everyone's doing and where they're playing, and how does that all fit into what you want to do overall? Uh, yeah, you know, there's a there's a handful of guys that are out there uh, training uh, with Team USA right now and uh, training every day. You guys had Jake on just a minute ago, had to record it early because he's at practice, I think, is 9 o'clock out there. And uh, so he's in the gym. He's working hard. He traveled with the team to Mexico City, as did Brendan. Um, Ben's out there working hard, uh, rehabbing some some nagging things. And so he's he's in the gym. He's in the weight room doing therapy all the time. And so it's important for us as a staff to just uh, – Keep in touch with those guys. Luca's going to head out there this week and, and, and be out in USA Gym. I'll be there next weekend. And so we'll be able to, you know, we've kept in touch with them. Just spoke with Jake and Brendan on the phone on, I think, Friday and uh, touch base with those guys. So that's, uh, you know, what we can do right now while they're out kind of doing their thing. And so it's just nothing but it's, it's very good for those guys to be in that gym, see those guys uh, that are professionals the way they work, the way they approach practice, the way they approach their weight sessions and, and recovery and all that good stuff, staying healthy. So it's a, it's a good experience for these guys. And definitely Jake 
And uh, the others benefited a lot from it last summer. So uh, we're looking for the same thing. And Jake feels real good, feels strong, feels healthy. And uh, he's uh, enjoying it out there. Ben thanks you for the t-shirt, by the way. Oh, there we go. Thank you. My, my phone was blowing up. I thought it was probably someone get, getting mad at me for saying a little too much. So maybe it was Ben saying, thanks, you're my man. You well, know? you probably got some angry He was probably already too. trying to solidify um, on my, uh, my co-host. Can, can whenever you that is. tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who doesn't want to go to a volleyball camp that involves this guy in those shoes? Yeah, Good exactly. grief. Sean, thanks for the time, man. Always, always. It's always a pleasure. I enjoy it. All right, his co-host resume the, is out there. Thanks for the time. There you Maybe go. we should send out a poll question. <laughs> Let's do a poll question featuring Sean Olmstead. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Somehow implementing the co-host. Or are those shoes cool or not? <laughs> hey, someone already offered me like a Klondike bar and five bucks, I think. Wasn't it? I saw yes. that. You know, wow. so <laughs> What would you do for a Klondike bar? Give your shoes. <laughs> play hashtag this up next. The Big 12 announcing it will play a conference championship game. What do we think about that in hashtag form? This is BYU Sports Nation. B to the what to the U Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan hanging out on a Monday in Studio B. Monday. Happy June 6th, everyone. Remember, if you miss an episode of this show live, Watch the rebroadcast each and every weeknight on BYU TV starting promptly at 6 p.m. Eastern. Hey, check out BYU Sports Nation on social media, at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, BYUSN on Snapchat. We have picked up our game on Snapchat to have try we? and compete with... Uh, with who? With the young ones, man. I mean, are you kidding? Like the athletes? We can't, we have, can't you hang. Followed, have you followed the BYU athletes on Snapchat? Some of them are hilarious. Yeah. Some aren't as funny. But some are hilarious. Yeah. No, it's we're, good. And we're it's trying. We're trying really hard. We, we, we don't guarantee that the content will be compelling and rich, but we guarantee that there will be content. So you can follow BYUSN. It doesn't have on to be on media. Snapchat. It's like an ocean approach, right? You can just, there's, you can do as many as you want and it all goes away. <laughs> no consequences. Wait, this sounds bad. <laughs> there are it goes away no in 24 consequences, hours. Man. It's like digitally everything lives somewhere. How does a Big 12 championship game affect BYU's expansion hopes? That is our Twitter question today. At LSS Report says, Big 12 title game announcement encourages BYU to Big 12. Five-team divisions are weird. That's Lone Star State Report from Texas tweeting in that. I don't know that the five-team divisions would enhance BYU's chances of, of getting into the conference. I, I I want to know if it does, like yeah. ha, it, enlighten me. I don't think that it makes a difference. Yeah, I, I, it's okay to be weird, too. BYU is one of the weirdest places <laughs> on the planet. Let's play hashtag this, hashtag weird. BYU Sports Nation says hashtag this. This is how it works. Jeremy and I throw out a hashtag associated with a major BYU or just sports topic or whatever topic we want in general. Number one. First guy, you like the shirt? Yeah. Okay. It looks fantastic, okay. Ben. I'm seriously Jeremy, jealous. Like oh, look. Oh, it's yes, Royal Blue. Yes, it's yes. a championship one. I've got one. the shooting shirt. Ben's got the volleyball championship and shirt. Jeremy's got a top button. <laughs> hashtag this. Number one. Muhammad Ali passes away at the age of 74. Hashtag the greatest. That was sad news. That caused me to uh, stop what I was doing and kind of think for a few minutes. Uh, Muhammad Ali, debatably the greatest athlete ever. Um, he was so fun because not only was he great, he w- had a big mouth, and it was fun to hear him back it up. And he's been a great ambassador for not only the sport, but in 96, 
He lit the Olympic cauldron. Which was, was amazing. Very cool. Obviously, uh, with Parkinson's disease, has not been the same, but still has had that fight in him the rest of his life. So that, that made me sad. In my opinion, the hashtag most quotable American athlete ever. Yeah. He and Yogi Berra. Holy right cow. There. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Still one of my I'm favorite so fast, of all time. I can oh, turn the lights off and be in my it. bed before it gets dark. I love it so much. He just, <laughs> I don't know, he electrified the sports world in yeah. a fantastic way and left a, a great legacy. So, uh, yeah, very sad news. I can't imagine, you know, the grief that his family is feeling right now. But at the same time, like, what a tribute to see everybody. And, like, when that happened, when the news was announced, like, it just took a big over deal. social yeah. media and the tributes that came in. Really cool to see that stuff. Number two. Hashtag this. The Big 12 announces it will have a championship game starting in 2017. Hashtag kill. We'll see how this affects BYU, if at all, at some point. But good for the Big 12. I guess it's another meaningful college football game for me to watch on the first week in December. <laughs> Hashtag cha-ching. It's all about money. <laughs> Almost $30 million anticipated as revenue from that championship game, which will give teams roughly $3 million more apiece, already adding to their $30.4 million. So the rich get richer. Yay! Number three. Hashtag this, BYU Baseball's top MLB prospect, Peyton Henry, hasn't played a game yet in a BYU uniform. This is a long hashtag. Stay with me. Hashtag, I don't want to root against the kid to be drafted, but that's what I'm doing. (laughs) I have no interest in him leaving and not coming to BYU. Does that fit in 140 characters? Yes, it does. Uh, I want him to play at BYU. If he's a top 150 guy... Top 160? That's awesome. Let's get him to BYU. Same scenario as Kyle Dean. Yeah, and uh, he could be the future at catcher for BYU, considering Bronson Larson, I believe, will be. Will Bronson be a senior next year? Bronson will be a senior next year. Okay. Everybody's back. There were only two seniors. Yeah, and you would assume that Mike Rucker's gone if if the price is right, if you will. (sighs) Hashtag come to Brigham and win a championship. (laughs) Brian Logan. (laughs) Yes. And go to a bowl game. I was channeling my inner B-Low right there. Yeah, come and win it. Come and get take BYU to a regional. Come and help BYU do something they haven't done in 15 years. I love that BYU's highest draft prospect wasn't on the team this year, and that was a good BYU baseball team. Mike Littlewood recruiting. Wow. Well done, Coach Littlewood and staff. Peyton, hey, where else are you going to get talked about like this? <laughs> There's no Pleasant Grove High School Sports Nation. <laughs> Number four. Hashtag this, Detroit Lions D-line coach Chris Kasurik says Ziggy Ansa can get 20, count them, 20 sacks this year. Hashtag creating disappointment in June. I, I know <laughs> the idea is nice in June to be like, yeah, he could get 20. If he doesn't get 20, was that a disappointment of some kind? Like, I don't want Ty Detmer to come out and say, whoever our starting quarterback is should pass for at least 3,500 yards if they're the primary starter. It's like... Wait, so if they don't, then what? I, I get the idea of wanting to like set the stage, but it's a dangerous place to be. Hashtag, let's get the franchise record first. And that's at 15. Yeah. Say 16 or 17. 20? Would, would that be a disappointment? 20. Well, he set the franchise record, but didn't quite get to the mark I was hoping he would. <sighs> Just because he doesn't get to Vinte doesn't mean that he <laughs> didn't succeed. Our Twitter no, question today, how does a Big 12 championship game affect BYU's expansion hopes? At SA underscore BYU fan. With shallower competition pool, it will hurt champion strength of schedule for the committee, will cause the Big 12 to invite BYU as football only. Tom Homo has said repeatedly 
that he does not believe that football a football-only invite is going to happen right now. It just hasn't even really been discussed. Up next, BYU baseball draft prospects other than Peyton Henry, and it's the Cougar Whip Around. Stay with us. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around football. SB Nation's Rob Gordon of Frogs O'War believes that Big 12 expansion is down to BYU, Cincinnati, and Houston. Baseball. Three players made it on the Baseball America's top 500 draft prospects. Or is it top 300? It's 500. It's 500. Brendan Lund ranked 214. Mike Rucker ranked 251. And new BYU signee Peyton Henry out of Pleasant Grove High School in Utah ranked 153. Cougars in the NFL. Ziggy Ansah's position coach, Chris Kasurik, said Ansah can get 20 sacks next season for the Detroit Lions. The franchise record is 15. <laughs> Cougars in the PGA. Zach Blair shot 9-under and tied for 27th with Daniel Summerhays shooting 7-under, <laughs> tied for 38 at the Memorial. Jerem? Cougars in the minors. Jacob Hanneman went 2-for-5 with a homer and 4 RBIs for the Tennessee Schmokies. Volleyball. When's he getting the call to AAA? USA Volleyball Team won in four sets at Cuba Saturday. Former Cougars Russell Holmes and Mike Wall playing and or coaching USA and Cuba Cuba play again today. Also, former men's player and current Minnesota women's coach Hugh McCutcheon received the 2016 New England Order oh, sorry, of New Merit. Ze- New Zealand. Oh, sorry. New Zealand Order of Merit from Queen Elizabeth II. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds amazing. The Order of Merit. Women's basketball. Plenty Purcell had five points and six boards on Saturday. New Zealand lost to Japan. Golf. Patrick Fishburne shot a 67 en route to a one-shot win at the Salt Lake City Amateur title. Congratulations to Patrick. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Who gets it? Patrick Fishburne. Congrats on winning the Salt Lake City Amateur. He shot 67. Good grief. Our elite tweet of the day answering how will a Big 12 championship affect BYU's expansion hopes from at BYU Browards. I'm ignoring anything about Big 12 expansion unless it's an official statement about it from the Big 12 or BYU. <laughs> Thanks to Jake Langlois, Sean Olmstead, and everyone on our crew. He's your buddy, isn't he? Yeah, we're going to party. Future guests Mike Little with Dave Rose and Mike Rucker. Download the show podcast on iTunes. Shout out to Micah Matsuzaki. We'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern. Yeah!